Welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow. This is a moving river podcast hosted by multifaceted entrepreneur and transformational coach Bia Marie Anin. In this podcast, we want to help you discover the concept of flow and show you ways to get into flow and how you can keep your life flowy. Hello, 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 and welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow, where we talk about all aspects of flow in our lives, how to create it, how to maintain it, and how to access it whenever we want. If you'd like to support the show and learn more about what we do at Moving River, you can check out our website, www.movingriver.com, or check out www.superwoman.coach for our Superwoman training and circle. You can also find us on Instagram at moving underscore river, or you can find us here, right here, right now. How convenient, right? If you want to achieve success and happiness, nothing is more important than being in the flow. But what exactly does that mean for your everyday life? It's a catchphrase a lot of people use to explain that they are having an awesome day. Wow, today everything flowed. Or to describe a bad day, it's not flowing today. I'm not in my flow. So what is flow if we're not talking about peak performance here? Today, we will bridge the gap between science and woo-woo. Imagine your soul like a current, a current of energy that flows from a higher dimension, like the water of a river springs from a spring before it enters the riverbed, your soul flows from a higher dimension into the cells that will form your body. This physical manifestation of your soul has free will. So the soul is not necessarily the driver of your body. Your physical manifestation can choose to think, say, and do things that are aligned with your soul's current, or it can do, think, and say things that go against your soul's current. When we are going with our soul's current, we are in alignment or in flow. When we are going with the current, we know that because everything feels at ease and things just happen to us. Like exactly what we want, what we thought about, what we secretly wished for. Emotionally, that translates to joy, excitement, inspiration, kissing you, passion, pleasure that we feel in our bodies. When we are going against the current of our soul, we also know it because of the way we feel. Internally, you will feel a lot of tension, isolation, like you are resisting something, like you're feeling stuck. Emotionally, that could mean that you're feeling frustrated, anxious, powerless, or depressed. It can literally translate into the picture of you swimming upstream, paddling against a very strong river, where you're fighting against the current to the point of exhaustion. If you have ever done that, you know how stressed out you can get up to the point of giving up, and in the worst case, it is drowning you. Let me give you an example. My father grew up to be the successor of the company my grandfather built. All his life, he was told that to be respected, 
You need a good job that will earn you social credits and a lot of money. Respect comes through money. But my father had other plans. He was more the creative type of person, an autodidact who could copy everything he saw and then just flawlessly interpret it. He felt trapped. So as a compromise, he studied economics and later let his father convince him to take over the company. After taking over, he took a different approach where he could still live out his creativity more. Unfortunately, it was just a compromise. And from time to time, he couldn't see the silver lining, where you could really see that his soul's current was suppressed, and he just made do. The danger here is, if you suppress your soul's current, your feeling of, nope, that's not it, it will not go away. And you might slip into alcoholism, drugs, some kind of addiction to shut up feeling inadequate and not belonging, get depressive or even suicidal. My parents always told me what they would like for me, but that I should do what makes me happy, because they were not allowed to, and they didn't want to put that pressure on me. So when you grow up thinking that you only get respected if you have a job that pays a lot of money, you will likely take actions like going to law school, even if it's against the stream of your soul. Now, passing the bar exam is going to be 50 times harder for you than it is for somebody else who's in alignment with their soul when they're going to school to be a lawyer. So it's going to be a lot of effort. You're probably going to be miserable. It's going to pull you in the opposite direction of your own stream of energy. And as a result, you're going to feel negative emotions. Like after all this hustle, you will hate your job, you will hate your situation, and you will dread going to work. Being in the flow also relates to things in the external world. Everything in the world essentially has its own current of energy. So you're interacting with those other currents all day long. Being in the flow in the world is about aligning your own internal current to the currents that are around you. Let's take the weather as an example. Let's say the weather decides to create a thunderstorm, uh, a hurricane. It will not be possible for you to stay in your own flow and connect with the world's flow if you are pushing for an outdoor wedding to take place. That will end in disaster because you will be fighting against an external current that exists and that you can do nothing about and you will be fighting against your own frustration and anger. So staying in the flow requires a readjustment so you can be aligned with your own flow in the direction of your own desires while not going against those of others. Relationships are essentially all about this. It's about a person staying in alignment with themselves as well as in alignment with another person being in their flow. When we enter group flow with one or more people, what Stephen Kotler explains in his book Stealing Fire, we enter a psychological and physical state where when we are doing something, we're completely present. There are no contradictory energies interfering with our focus, either internally or externally. 
nothing is preventing us. We feel focused, completely energized, in full enjoyment of the process of the activity. It takes almost no effort to do that thing, and our productivity goes through the roof. It's as if doing the thing itself renews you. When we are in this state, it is almost like our soul is saying, yes, this is what I came here for. The most successful people in the world have managed to think and say and do things which cause them to be so much in alignment that they have the energy and the universe at large backing every action that they take. But how do you align with your soul's current? How do you drive your soul's purpose? The single most important thing you will ever do to get into flow is to prioritize how you feel about every little thing on earth. Be it a job, a task, a partner, the weather that day, whatever. Your emotions will always, without fail, tell you whether you're in a state of alignment or not. If you feel any resistance, you have to get to a state of relief before you can take any action. Otherwise, that action will yield undesirable results. And you will be working 500 times as hard for such a little outcome. If you don't feel your energy aligned, take a pause, take a breath, and align yourself with what you are about to do. That is what the most successful people on this planet do. If they don't feel the energy is potent, they refuse to do it. They know that on one of those days, they will not make big, life-changing decisions. To become successful in your area, you have to get a handle on what you desire. Desire is what creates the momentum of the stream of energy that you can either turn against or go with. And it works a hundred times better if you're aware of what you desire. The one thing that you have to accept is this. The universe knows what you desire often better than you do. The more conscious we are of what we desire, the less we interfere with the current of energy. The more we can understand that the universe is actually on board with our desire, the more we can trust that if something changes or falls through, it's actually taking us in the direction of our desires instead of against. But so many of us are not living in the flow because we're too terrified to follow our desires. We don't get on board with them. We may know that we want to be a musician, but we take a job we absolutely hate. It is impossible to be in the flow if you're not in alignment with your own desires. Now please stay with me, because it gets a little bit confusing. Have you ever heard the phrase, who am I and how many? We think that there's only us who has a desire or opinion, but there are actually more of us. There are more fragments of us than just one. It's many, and many have contradictory ideas and desires. For example, on the one hand, we want to be on stage, sing, dance, act. On the other, we don't like to be in the spotlight. One part of us loves relationships. The other doesn't like to be around people. These contradictory energies within us create a state which is the opposite of being in the flow. Imagine yourself in a paddle boat with five or six others. 
You are all holding a paddle in your hand and you are on the water already. It doesn't matter if it's a river, a lake, the ocean, but one of you is paddling north. One of you is paddling south. One of you is trying to reach the shore. One stopped paddling at all and I think you get the picture. If your boat moves at all, it is probably going in circles, but not in the direction you have intended it to go. That is what happens if we have contradictory energies inside of us. That's the life that we are living. It is the opposite of flow. We have to get these contradictory and polarizing energies within us to a place where they can align and agree upon a single direction. Our number one priority and commitment needs to be to stay in alignment with ourselves, in alignment with the people around us, and that will lead us to flow and to success in our lives. To be truly successful, you need to be flexible and be able to change. To be truly successful, you need to be able to change your plans at a moment's notice so that you're always working with your own internal current with the currents of other people and with the currents of the world around you, instead of against any one of these kinds. Let me draw you another picture. There is a fish in the ocean, and it has committed itself to going north. And it is so committed to take that path that it will not stray from it, even when it meets a very hungry shark. To be in alignment with yourself, with other people, and with the world around you, you have to be able to stop from one second to the next, re-evaluate, and completely change course at a moment's notice. This might sound crazy to some, and for some, it is flat out the scariest thing in the world. But we need the spontaneity, the element of unpredictability, Otherwise, we are no better than that fish swimming in the direction of the shark. You have five seconds. Five seconds before your brain awakes your inner sensor, before fear awakes. When inspiration sweeps you up, I like to think about inspiration like a wave, you have to take your first action step. It doesn't matter whether it's writing something down or taking some other action. Five seconds is what you have to do that. And people who are very successful become adept at doing that. They get up on the wave as fast as it hits them and they ride it all the way through to the completion of the task instead of allowing themselves to become distracted by other things. So... When you are riding that wave, make sure to be totally present. When you use your focus to come into your body and into the moment that you're in, you're focusing that very strong stream of energy into your physical embodiment. This makes it so much easier. Like every action you take is backed by 10 times the energy. And it's not just that. When you are in alignment with your soul, when you are in flow, things seem to happen. When you are in flow, you will see and come across synchronicities. Those are occurrences that happen to meet our needs. It is something that cannot be explained with a rational mind. A friend of mine, let's call him Max, was researching for a job interview and called one of his buddies because his buddy's girlfriend had the information Max needed. When Max explained to his buddy why he needed to talk to his girlfriend, 
Max's buddy responded that in his company, they were looking for somebody exactly like Max, and if he had known he was looking for a new job, his buddy would have offered it to Max in the first place. Now Max has a new job that he absolutely loves and is excited about. Synchronicities often show up as fortunate events, a notice, and when they show up, that means you're in the flow. Flow allows you to be in the right place at the right time. It allows you to feel good and act at the exact right time and to act in alignment with universal timing. I will warn you, though, once you start living in the flow, synchronicities will not be that rare. In fact, your entire life will be nothing but a series of them. But if you think it's a do and it's done job, you are mistaken. If you want to live a life of flow, there will never be a day where your life won't be about coming in alignment with yourself and others. That is a lifelong practice. And the more you practice, the more it will hit you like a tsunami when you are not aligned with your soul's current. And after a while, you will not even practice anymore. It will become your second nature. And that's it. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for staying with me. If you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to reach out. And if you like what you heard, then rate the show with five stars. Write us an email at bea at superwoman.coach or on Instagram at moving underscore river. Write us a cool review. If you don't already know, I'm grateful for you. And remember, stay flowy, my friend.